Hey guys, today we're talking about some movies and stuff. It's going to be super fun. But before we do, you know what it is. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod and our website, LaunchpadPod.com. And check out our YouTube. Some of you are watching it right now. We get a lot of people watching. I want to give a big shout out to everyone who is helping me out with the smash scores for our favorite kaiju movies. We're going to talk about some kaiju movies today. I had a huge Godzilla-sized boner because of Godzilla vs. Kong <laughs> and decided to watch other kaiju movies to like cheat on Godzilla a little bit, and I am not regretting it. It is fucking amazing. I bought Rumi some kaiju movies as a gift. Um, mm-hmm. I got my brother a box set of Gamera films. Uh, I am way into some kaiju stuff, and of course... Uh, I watched <laughs> this weekend, and so I'm all amped up on some kung fu shit. I never get to do this, but I have a shout out to give out to Zenaku oh, do it, Zenaku uh. underscore Wolf on Instagram. Uh, he was telling us uh, how excited he was to do our uh, King Kong or Godzilla vs King Kong episode, and then he went back and did some of the old things we did. He said he listened again. He went back and listened to. When we did the, you know, the run through of the three different Godzilla eras and he was having oh, a good for time sure. jumping back in time with us and doing that. I've had numerous people tell us that our Mecha Godzilla cri- uh, criticisms as well as the, the both what we loved and hated about the new movie were on point, too. So thank you guys for reaching out for that. Thank you, uh, Zeniku Wolf, uh, Wolf on uh, Instagram. Uh, it's always, we love hearing from you guys and it's just, I mean, that's why we did this in the first place, right? Was to friggin' nerd out with other nerds who nerd about the same nerd nerds that we nerd. <laughs> Let's get on with the nerd. <laughs> Don't make it sound nerdy. <laughs> Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Wow, look at that. I cannot hear this song and not want to dance, buddy. Dance? I want to fight. Oh man, so <laughs> welcome to Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. Matt. Talking about Mortal Kombat and that yeah, awesome fucking say, what theme have you song. Watched recently? <laughs> what have you been watching? Um, I'm jamming out to Mortal Kombat, man. I watched it last night with my brother Kevin. I just shot lasers in my eyes. Good thing I had sunglasses on. <laughs> Your planes crashed because that shit. You're dead now. <laughs> This is like a really high-powered one, too. I don't think I'm supposed to have it. <laughs> for exactly the reason that you just did. It's for that specific reason. You are not mature or like grown-up enough to have that. Because you will shine it in your eyes within 14 seconds of turning it on. Doctor's like, it seems like you've been shot in the eye by... Superpowered human beings. It's like no, just a just a really powerful Chinese laser pointer. I'm like, what were you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> um, I got real amped up to the theme song for Mortal Kombat. And he's like, oh, say no oh, more. I see, I think I think the exact opposite. I think he would know immediately. You'd walk in. What kind of shirt you have on right now? 
I got a mummy shirt on. Yeah, I think you walk in, he's like, nerd shirt, man bun, and you have <laughs> fucking fucked up eyes, and, and Mortal Kombat just came out yesterday. He's like, were you raving on your nerd podcast to Mortal Kombat? And you're like, yes. <laughs> just shot myself in the face with a laser. I had sunglasses on. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, let's kick it off, man. I watched Mortal Kombat 2020 last night. Who we buddy. Now, when you say Mortal Kombat 2020, I'm imagining it's Baba Waters and she's saying, Mr. Scorpion, why do you always make people get over here? <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me, because I haven't hit it yet, and it seems like the, the people that I know on, on social media who are commenting on it, most of them are just saying balls to the wall fun, but I'm not really hearing more than that. So oh, it's exactly what you want it to be. Now, look. I am not like a diehard. I can't tell you the story of Mortal Kombat. I get it. It's like people. Oh, well, it's a timeless yeah. tournament, Rumi. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like some people, there's like a whole mythology around it that people are really into yeah. and they are angry. Mm. I don't care. There were people in funny costumes beating <laughs> the shit out of people, just fucking people up. And. The nineteen the one that came out in like nineteen ninety seven or whatever uh, is terrible. Uh, it's it's really great. It's hysterical. It is so yeah, bad. I never heard that before, but that that's my be, word. That needs to be a new sentence. Yeah, sorry, a new section in our blockbuster. Yeah, in our hysterical. video store. Terrible. Right? It's 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 a word I made up. Copyright pending. Uh, it's <laughs> the the original Mortal Kombat movie and Annihilation are both hysterical. They're so you know, bad. I've never seen Annihilation, funny. but I have it in the garage, and it's one of those movies that, like, every mm. time I think of it, I'm like, oh, I should bring that in and watch it, and yep. I just never have. Is it at least worth the watch? Like Shitty Movie Sunday. Annihilation is one of the worst films ever made. Like it is really coming it from is us. That's so bad. It is rough, but it is, is it hysterical. Funny? how bad it is well it starts out and it's suddenly it's like it picks up literally minutes after the first film left off mm -hmm. and like half the characters are recast and you're like wait wait who is that it's like what happened to highlander that guy was in the in the last movie <laughs> who's this guy and they're like it's the new it's the new the new raiden it's another white guy i was like what all these bad guys show up and it's like horrible green screen like you can see the edges like like mm -hmm. horrible chroma screen the ninjas are so generic. There's no, like, uh, the, the female forearm Goro shows up and she's yeah. like, oh, I'm Goro. here to smash. And they kill her, like, because they can't afford to keep the, the forearms going at once. <laughs> she shows up and immediately they drop, like, a cage on her and it kills her. And you're like, what? what? <laughs> the whole movie is full of shit where they keep cutting to the same shot of a guy falling into a pit of fire. It's like, the same shot over and over again. They hit a guy and he goes, oh, whoosh, flames fly up. <laughs> In that exact same moment, you can see people's hands reaching out of the pit to catch the stuntman. Like, <laughs> like it, it is, it is bonkers. There's a scene where like Sub-Zero shows up and you're like, finally, all right, here's a character I know, Sub-Zero, cool. No pun intended, but fucking cool. Here's Sub-Zero. <laughs> Suddenly he's like, I helped you, now I'm out. And boom, disappears. Not to be seen the rest of the movie. And this happens time and time again where a character that you're like, I recognize that character. Okay, something cool is going to happen gone like just just like they turn the corner and that character's gone and you're like wait what happened to that character was that it oh my god you have no clue what's going on the cgi in it is horrible and everybody on set didn't know what they were going to be interacting with 
So they're not really looking or punching <laughs> or fighting in the right place. And there's one scene where this big, horrible looking dragon shows up and Jax with the robot arms is like going, ah, 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 ah. but because he didn't know where the dragon was going to be, he's literally just punching this thing in the butt. And they just don't, they they don't know how to animate it because the, he's like a T Rex dragon, so like he's up on his hind legs, so he's not punching in the right spot at all, and he's just punching this thing in the butt. And he is a horrible, like this movie, the Annihilation came out in like the early like two thousand two maybe, and like we knew by then that like what African Americans talk like, and he's like, yeah, now that's what I'm talking about, dog. Like the whole time is just like bad. <laughs> Stereotype. Was really? It was 2002. Something. Let's look it up. Let's look it, it up. Has to have been earlier than that. Mortal Kombat Annihilation, 1997. Oh my god! I'm even. Yeah. I'm so way that's off. the second yeah. one. The first one was way earlier. The first one I bet you was early 90s. It must be. Yeah. And and the first. I one remember going to the fun. theater to see the first one. 1995. And the first one was awesome. Yeah. It's fun. The first one's fun and it's stupid. Dumb and stupid, and, yeah. but it, like they found a way to make a narrative story, kind of to have a main character, pretty much, and have it work. The fights are fine. It's not. That, I mean, it yeah. should be hard R for sure. Like that's what it should be. It's not, but it's like fine because I was the demog- we were the demographic right when we were yeah. kids. Well, and they didn't want. Yeah, it wasn't violent. There's a practical Goro puppet in the 1995 one that's awesome. Really yeah. cool, awesome Goro who gets punched in the balls. That's how they defeat him. <laughs> well, speaking of hard R, this one is hard R. 2020, the new one? The new one. The one that came out When they punch him in the balls, Friday. his balls go flying out of his asshole and splat up against the wall and explode. Yeah, dude. Like, just like that. Shlogtality. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and it's full of, like, good humor where they're like, finish him, fatality. And it starts, like, in uh, the 16th century Japan. And there's this guy, and he's like, hey, I love my family. Here I am with my family. Hope nothing bad happens to them to send me on a revenge path forever. And you're like, this guy's going to have a bad day. I can tell you already. This family and, will not be in yeah. the movie. <laughs> the, the little kid's like, oh, I love my little baby brother. Woo. Or like, you know, he's, there's a baby and the little kid and the mom. And he's like, I'm going to go fetch water. And you're like, oh, oh, oh. Stay alive. <laughs> yeah. Well, the dad goes off to fetch water, and suddenly, like, the kid's look at, holding his baby sister, and, like, breath comes out cold breath and then like sub-zero shows up and his like he holds his hand out and like icicles form and you see him fucking people up fucking people up like it starts with the little kid looks up and you see the silhouette pass in front of like the little paper doors and a sword goes and blood just splatters across it comes down and like he just kills a bunch of people so then the guy who was fetching water it turns out that he's like a famous like ninja one of the best ninjas ever and which is um, the worst thing you could be right yeah. that is yeah. the most oxymoronic thing that you could be is a famous, famous ninja ninja yeah. right so he hears he hears some shit going down and he runs up to his house and his wife and son are frozen to death holding each other in terror and it's like holy shit you killed a kid in the first five minutes we don't know it but the baby's hidden under the floor so there's still one alive and Sub-Zero and this guy start fighting and it is an insane fight scene and you realize that this other guy is Scorpion but he's like not Scorpion yet he he has a knife on a on a string and he's whipping he's it around Batman returns Scorpion yeah smashing through not people's Batman, heads Batman strikes back Dark Knight strikes back yeah 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 he's doing he's, you know he's not quite Scorpion yet but 
Sub-Zero kills him. And you're like, fuck. And Sub-Zero walks away. And he's like, haha, I destroyed your bloodline. You know, like, like we care about. And then lightning bolts, and then Raiden shows up. And you're like, fucking cool. It's an Asian Raiden. He looks awesome. He's cast right. He's got the hat. He's got white eyes that are glowing and lightning and shit. Um, and he shows up and finds the baby. And then it's like, it just silence as he, as he lightning bolts out and the words Mortal Kombat appear. And I was like, what? No music? But it's brilliant. This movie's smart about its music. It's not going to blow its music wad all in the first title card. It's not going to go bomb, 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 That is one of the best top to bottom soundtracks I've ever heard. I still have it. I will still rock out to it. Oh my God. The whole soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, it's not just that song, but it's definitely that song. It's so like, but right off the bat, you're like, this, this didn't come to play. And then we meet this new guy and he's in Chicago and his name I don't know. He's he's a new guy. His name's Cole. And we're like, not from the games. He's just a new guy. But you can tell that he's obviously important to the to the Scorpion legacy. Did you say Colt like a horse? Cole, C-O-L-E. Oh, I thought you said Colt. And I was going to say, I'm choosing to believe he's one of the original three ninjas. How <laughs> cool would that be if that was the same universe? That would blow my mind. But he, so three he's, ninjas, not one of the more famous ninjas, but... Yeah. <laughs> you know. You don't want her to be famous, Rumi. You want to be stealthy. Yeah. Because if you're like, who? That's yeah. your good ninja. Yeah, yeah. Who is that guy? And then you're dead. <laughs> the subtitle, like if you had closed captioning on, it'd be like, Ninja Star's Throne. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Shout out to Carousel. Um, we flash forward and it's like Cole and his wife and daughter and he's like an MMA fighter and... He's good, but he lost. And this dude shows up. He's like, yo, my name is Jax. I'm super cool. And uh, I have regular human arms, as you can see. And you're like, oh, that's not the Jax I know. <laughs> and he's like, you want to come and like, uh, I got some something to tell you. And, and Cole's like, no, thanks. I don't, I'm not interested in secrets. No, I don't want to listen. Yeah. They both have like this weird like birthmark that looks like the, the Mortal see, Kombat now, like this is thing. This is the small like teaser trailer I saw. Where it's like, you know, all these people have these common tattoo, uh, common birthmarks. Yeah. And it shows a blatant fucking Mortal Kombat dragon. Yeah. And like, it's one thing, it, like, when you watch a movie, because like, a, you know, a, a, a tattoo that looks like, or, a, or a, a birthmark that looks like something is a trope in these kind of movies, right? Yeah. Or like, you know, the mark of the beast <sighs> when you have 666 on your head or you know, whatever. There were times like in the Metal Omen, shit, the 666 looks like a 666, but like it's it's kind of like in a weird pattern or like whatever. Yeah. If you have a fucking tattoo of a dragon on you, it's not a birthmark. Like, don't be stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't look at yourself and be like, wow, doesn't my birthmark look kind of like exactly like the trademark logo of a Mortal Kombat video game? It's like, <laughs> if it looks just like an item, a thing, you should like go find your destiny immediately. Immediately. Right? Yeah. Well, depends so on what it's the shape of your is. tattoo of your of your birthmarks. If your weird birthmarks. birthmark that you think looks like something. Well, and tell I don't you. mean like from a certain light, it might look like a potato chip if it had been bitten. I mean like <laughs> if you have a trademark logo on your skin <laughs> from birth. Oh my god! Yeah, I got this weird birthmark. It looks like a rocket ship blasting off with the words. <laughs> hey, me too. Oh. I have it too. We're chosen. It looks just like a rocket. I don't mean it. Kind of is in the shape of what could be a rocket. I mean, like, you can see the fucking rivets in it. It's a rocket ship. <laughs> yeah, you can see the dragon's scales, and he's blowing fire. And it's like, like yeah. a, does this look like a dragon to you? 
No, it's a, <clears throat> it is a fucking dragon. A hundred percent a dragon. It's so obvious. So <laughs> anyway, he's like, I don't want to talk to you, whatever. And they they part ways, but then like Cole and his daughter and wife are getting hot dogs at some stand, and like it starts snowing, and they're like, weird. And then fucking Sub Zero shows up. And he starts fucking people up, throwing icicles into their faces, like throwing big sleep balls and spike balls. And Jack shows up with his human arm still, and he's like, "Hey, get in the car!" And they get in the car. Let me just pause you really quick. Anybody that's not watching the YouTube, you should go back and watch the YouTube because every time Rumi describes Jacks with human arms, he wiggles them around like <laughs> noodles, like <laughs> just to accentuate how human these arms are. Uh, and and he's like, "Here." Hop in the car. We'll drive to safety. There's a cool chase scene. And then Jax is like, I'm going to take care of this guy. I'll buy you some time to get away. And so Cole and his family try to get away. And he's like, if you need help, go to, go to Sonia. She's in Gary, Indiana. Now, I'm from Indiana. Gary, Indiana is not a place you want to go to for help. <laughs> it's kind of, um, it has a record for a lot of murders. Like year after year after year, they'd like bring home the trophy and then be like, oh, why did they make a trophy for this? This is not, this is not good. <laughs> Beside the point, because Jax goes in and starts fighting Sub-Zero and Sub-Zero's fucking him up. He starts by pulling out this bitch and shotgun, Jax does, puts it point blank to Sub-Zero's face, pulls the trigger and Sub-Zero just stares at the bullets and the buckshot freezes right in front of him, like out of the gun in like this awesome pattern. You're like, bitching, fucks him up grabs him by the arms, freeze, 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 rips his fucking arms off and kicks him off the top of the building. And you're like, movie didn't come to play, man. Movie didn't come to play. Mm -hmm. Fucking great. So Cole like tells his family like, yo, you guys hang out here while I go do action shit. In Gary, Indiana? Or is he going to Gary yep. without them? Yeah, he's in Gary, Indiana now. All right, so you, he's like, you, you hang out in Gary, Indiana and I'm going to yeah. do action shit. I'm going to go do action shit. Are you trained to do action shit, Dad? No. I mean, I'm an MMA fighter, but like, obviously, man who can control ice is not on my like docket of things I'm well equipped to handle. I don't know. Just saying. So he goes and finds Sonya Blade. Dun, 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 I'm blinding both eyes. All right. Had to pause for some Mortal Kombat techno. <laughs> Fucking so Sonya Blade turns out they've been like hunting down these people with the with the the birthmark. She doesn't have one, but she and Jax are hunting people down for it. And she has Kano chained up there. But it doesn't look like Kano with his cyborg guy. He's just a dick and he's hysterical. Easily the funniest part of this movie. Cracked me up so many times. Just constantly cracking me up with like his little one liners and his funny little quips. Real funny dude. And we keep cutting back and forth to like the outworld where like bad guys are doing stuff and they're, it's their time to take over the earth realm by killing its champions. That's the plot of this movie. That's all I got. Okay. Is that out, the bad guy realm that you're talking about? That's not necessarily like earth or our dimension. It's like a different, it's a different dimension place. where there's like giant statues of Goro and like giant statues okay. of Shung Lao and stuff like that. So, you know, it's, they, they try okay. to explain what's happening and, Shang Tsung is the bad guy, and Sub Zero, Melina, Reiko, Goro, and Cabal show up, and they're like the bad guys, and they're like, "Go, go, fuck these dudes up, and send a lizard after them." And back in Gary, Indiana, um, 
an invisible lizard shows up and starts fucking with them and they beat the shit out of this lizard. It's cool because you can see his veins when they're like punching him. And then he turns into a, you know, a big CGI lizard that you can see and Kano rips his heart out. And he's like, holy shit, ripped his heart out, mate. And you're like, fucking cool. Is he Australian or whatever he was? Yeah, yeah, again? yeah. Hysterically okay. Australian. Yeah. Because the first movie was too. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. He's really good. He's super funny. Um, and they meet... Uh, Who's who's like the main? Who's the main like good guy? Johnny Cage? No, uh, no, he's not in this movie. Liu Kang. <coughs> Liu yeah. Kang is usually the the main character in the games and in the the movie, at least the first movie. Yeah, so Liu Kang shows up, and he's like, "I can show you how to get to uh, Raiden's temple." So they go somewhere very far away. Obviously, not Gary Indiana. Not Gary Indiana. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, they get there on like a plane. Indian, you'd be like Indianapolis or <laughs> <laughs> a temple in a faraway land. And Are there yeah, a that... lot of temples at Gary, Indiana. <laughs> 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 just before we go, I just want to make sure I understand the geography of this movie. <laughs> it makes no sense, but they go to the temple and they meet, they meet fucking Raiden and, uh, Kung Lao and um, Luke Kang and Kung Lao are like, you need to unlock your arcana, which is like the magic power of being able to shoot fireballs and shit. And they don't want to let Sonya Blade train with them because she doesn't have the birthmark. And it turns out you can transfer the birthmark by killing someone who already has one, which is dumb. But okay, whatever, right. whatever. I'm here for it. It's more fighting, more fighting, more fighting. Bunch of people show up. The bad guys show up. And there's some this and that. Um, Cole's like, I can't train anymore. I'm frustrated. So they're like, go home. Bye, bitch. And so he leaves. <laughs> and he leaves and immediately the bad guys start fucking up the temple. And Goro attacks, Goro attacks Cole at his family's like Gary hideout place. And it's this bitchin' fight where Goro is fighting him. His wife gets in the mix. She grabs an axe and is like hacking at Goro. And because he's so worried about his family, Cole like grows this like gold armor with like dragons on it. Okay, cool. And the armor sure. like absorbs power. So like when he gets punched, it glows and like gives him extra power. He cuts off Goro's hand and disembowels him so his intestines are spilling out all over the place and puts one of those cool like tontos through his eye. Fucking cool. Like so violent, and it, this is when this movie like starts picking up, and you're like, "Holy Where shit!" Where is this in the pace of the movie? Like right in the middle? Yeah, like about the end. About halfway. You know, this is like the turning point where now things shit gets real. Back at the temple, they're all fighting, and uh, Kung Lao has the cool like razor blade hat. Wait, I have a very important question to ask. Yeah, you. whether or not we suppose that you are a world famous fighter. Yeah. Or at least an MMA, like a known MMA fighter. Oh, he's he's underground though. He sucks. He keeps All right, let's say whether whether you're Aaron McLean, Walking Dead guy, or yeah. Aaron McLean, shitty MMA fighter. Sure. If you're hanging out at home and a four armed adversary starts fucking your place up and trying to kill you and your family, yeah. and you're MMAing him, ma magic armor notwithstanding, does Kate jump into the fray, or is she like? I'm out, or does she, like, I'm pretty sure Amanda would just keep doing whatever she was doing. You know what I mean? Like, I think if she was, like, doing her homework or, like, 
playing with the baby, I think she would look at me and be like, ugh, another Matt thing. And then she would just continue <laughs> to do what she was doing. You know, <laughs> I don't think she would take any part in it. And I certainly don't think she would fight. I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Kate would come out and like start insulting him and make it just worse. Be like, your mother should have taught you better. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. Who do you think you are? And like antagonizing him when I'd be like, uh-uh, 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 I'm already getting my ass kicked. You're making it worse. Like she'd be like, you must have a small dick for acting so tough. I bet you were just. And she thinks she was helping like this. This that's in her mind. She's like, I got his back by doing this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Love you, babe. <laughs> it just be, it would be funny because. I, it happened once where we were in a parking lot and these two guys started fighting. <laughs> yeah, we, and I was like, I was like, whoa, guys, no fighting in the parking lot, like really loud. And they both looked at me and like one dude was just some regular guy who was like, I don't even know why this is happening. The other dude was roided out. He was so gigantic and just like, <gasps> and my wife was like, your parents should have taught you better. Like, like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so scared. Cause like right now he like, attacked you i wouldn't even i wouldn't even know how to stop it i'd be like hey guy in the white shirt who was just getting screamed at let's let's You'd have jump to team up with him yeah well, team you, up if with he that was guy. beating up on kate and you had to interject you could just talk uh, yell at him about his family you could just yeah. be like you must have a real small dick to have to fight my wife <laughs> yeah right well luckily he also that the big roided out guy also had a wife was like Get in the fucking car. Oh, my God. It's so embarrassing. Every time we go out, you have to act this way. And I was like, Good. Did you actually Good. yell out the words, hey, no fighting in the parking lot? Real loud. But like no fighting in the parking lot. In the yeah. parking lot. You no specified. fighting in the parking lot. That makes it sound like it was a rule that you somehow were like really invested in. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying you can't fight in the street. I'm not saying you can't go meet somewhere else. But in this parking lot, there will be no conflict. See, somewhere on that sign over there, it says, check it, lock it, keep it. And then over here, it also says, no <laughs> bring your ticket to the front to pay, prepay on Saturdays. And then, uh, oh, yeah, no fighting. That's fourth one. Fighting in the parking lot. <laughs> uh. So meanwhile, back at the fucking Raiden's Temple, Luke Kang, or Kung Lao, the guy with the razor blade hat, like throws mm. it up in the air, spinning it real fast, and it lands in the ground and keeps spinning like a buzzsaw, and he grabs the winged, I think it's Nitara, she's like a winged harpy, and like throws her through it, and she gets bisected completely in half. Nice. Fucking cool. And they're just, oh man. And it, it's super violent, really gory, and then after that, like, fucking Cole saves his family and is like, all right, I gotta go back. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> He's like, bye. Gotta go. Gotta go fight these guys. And they go back to Raiden's place and like, well, we have to take the fight to them. So they go and fucking. So we're leaving Gary, Indiana again. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they go and fuck up these, everybody else. Like Cabal gets beat. Um, Sonya Blade kills Kano. Even with, you know, he has a laser eye, like Jax, um, Jax gets robot arms at this point. Like his special power is like his, his robot. They give him like little magical wimpy arms. He's got like little wimpy robot arms. And then when he tries to save Sonya at some point, they like go, they transform her into bitching cool robot arms. Um, so they go kill a bunch of people. He smashes this guy with a hammer in the head real hard. Just boom, like double claps him in the head. Head explodes. Fucking cool. Uh, and then you basically get to the end where 
Uh, Sub-Zero kidnaps the family of Cole. And Cole what is shows up. Zero's motivation for all this is he trying to like eliminate all the dragon tattoos or? Yeah, they want <laughs> just the, the only thing I can understand is they're like we need to we need to eliminate all the dragon tattoos so Earth has no champions when the next Mortal Kombat tournament arrives. It's not there is no tournament in this movie, which I'm Got glad it, they okay. didn't do because every time they do it in a movie, it's like kind of stupid. They should have called it Mortal Kombat off season. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mortal Kombat intramurals. <laughs> scrimmage. Mortal Kombat, Kombat scrimmage. And you motherfuckers listening at home didn't think we knew so many sports terms, did you? <laughs> oh, man. That's well, those are the only shit. those were the only ones I got to play in. <laughs> Scrimmages. <laughs> Mortal Kombat pickup match. <laughs> oh, man. Shit, dude. So... <laughs> They're like, where did he take him? He's like, I know where to find him. So he goes back to his original gym from the beginning of the movie, and it's all covered in ice and fucking icicles and shit. And he and he and Sub Zero have a big fight, and he's losing real bad. Sub Zero's kicking Cole's ass, and he's about to kill him. And suddenly, this big spear comes through Sub Zero's hand and yanks him back. And you turn around, and there's Scorpion, and he goes, "Get over here!" And right at that moment, the whole movie has been so smart with its music because it keeps layering these beds of techno, but mm-hmm. it's never the song. Yeah. But it's layering the beds of the music. So each fight has a new like element of the mm-hmm. song where you're like, I know that is okay. the, the Mortal Kombat song, but it's not the song. And then when the, when the spear went through Sub-Zero's hand mm-hmm. and it yanks him back, dun, 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 and you just lose your shit because that fight pops off man you're just like he's using the laser pointer did you watch this with fucking awesome lost my mind did you watch it with kate she watched some of it and then got tired i was gonna say because at this point you had to have high-fived somebody my i watched it with kevin and meg virtually yeah they they watched did you give them a virtual high five? oh we all went nuts Okay. Yeah, we all went nuts. I, I mean, I know you have must have been nuts. Yeah, we were we were out of control how how excited we were when the music came in and it turned into this bitch and fight between Sub Zero and Scorpion. And it turns out Scorpion's been wandering hell and he mastered the powers of hell and now he's back to fuck up just to fuck up Sub Zero and save his great 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 grandson. <laughs> okay, wait. Yeah. So okay, hell, hell, Hades, right? Yeah. The underworld. Uh huh. Hell has no security or rules and you're just allowed to like wander around but whatever parking lot you were in you weren't even allowed to fight in which means that there is more regulation and rules in that parking lot than in hell yeah like to think about it like in the united states if you get committed convicted of a crime like you're not allowed to better yourself in a way that like by the time you get out of prison like some people get their GEDs and stuff, but it's not like you can become a ninjutsu master. Like right. somehow Scorpion became Scorpion. He went from like famous <laughs> ninja and turned into bitchin' like magic sorcerer ninja mm-hmm. and came out of hell. Like like wh- I mean, he must be that badass. Also, I mean, I'm not up on Japanese religion or culture as far as like what their ideas of hell are. 
but I don't know if that's like, is that a concept that Japanese religions believe sure. in? Did he have a hard, did Scorpion have a hard time while he was in hell? Or was it just like training, like training level hard? They literally just showed like <laughs> a very red, rocky place and him like wandering and like with his mask on, just wandering around. So, so he, yeah, whatever. But he comes out, bad. fucks up Sub-Zero and him and Cole fuck up Sub-Zero and then Scorpion pulls off his mask and like breathes fire on him and his face turns into a skeleton. Nice. <laughs> Sub-Zero turns into a crispy critter, falls on the ground. Everybody's super happy. And they're like, well, what now? And they're like, now we have to train for the tournament. It's like, oh, setting up for the sequel. And then it cuts to that same gym that was just Mortal the last Kombat scene. Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah. Game on. Game on. <laughs> covered in ice. Like, it was covered in ice. Now it's normal and all not covered in ice. And it's like, I'm pretty sure there'd be water damage from all that ice. But just saying. <laughs> and they're like, hey, I need you to fight one more time, Cole. And he's like, sorry. I'm done. And he's grabbing his towel or his like shoes out of his locker, which, okay, fine. Anyway, like, where are you going? And he's like, I'm going to Hollywood. And they're like, Hollywood, what's there? He's like, not what, who? And he walks away. And then on the poster on the wall, it says coming soon, uh, Johnny Cage Mm -hmm. saves Hollywood. And it just pushes in on the belt that says Cage. And you're like, whoa, Johnny Cage in the sequel. And then it ends. Test your might. All right. So, growing up, did you play the games a lot? I got in at Mortal Kombat 3. That's when you started? Yeah. Because you lived in Indiana? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I lived in Indiana. No, my parents wouldn't let me play that shit. But... I had a bunch of, like, I started getting into fighting games um, with uh, Clay Fighter. You remember that game? So it was, I was never a huge video game kid. <sighs> not for the most part. But I, sure. had Mortal, I hadn't played Mortal Kombat 1 for, I think it was Sega. But, like, I know that game. I know the characters from that game. I know the story of that game. I know the fatalities from that game. I know a lot of the signature moves for each character and the world, uh, you know, like the levels, the worlds, the, the arenas that they fought in. Yeah. The guy with the zip buzzsaw hat the harpy girl you mentioned like yeah, some King of these, these yeah. people I, re- I know i know there was a female goro but i don't know anything about her some of them i'll know by sight and in the movie i may or may not understand who they were supposed to be translated from depending on if i watched it but is there like a, i would think a movie like that if it was smart it would be accessible to everybody so even if you hadn't played the games or seen other movies you could enjoy it but i would think that they would do like specific fatalities or specific nods to parts in the games or in the series that that there you, were you'd a get a go lot of great yeah. callouts. There was a lot the guy of great that zipped down and went dusty. You remember that? That was from Mortal Kombat Two, I think. That was from if Mortal Kombat Two. Somebody's a little face came in. He would dusty. I thought you had to knock him off the off the screen with an uppercut. Like you'd uppercut him and they would fall through the floor. Anyway, possibly. Uh, I just remember dusty. Yeah. For sure. There's a bunch of like, finish him, fatality, you know, perfect, what, uh, uh, flawless. flawless victory. Flawless yeah. victory. Yeah. When he kills that girl with the buzzsaw hat and he puts it back on, it's dripping with blood. And he's like, flawless victory. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, of course the get over here was great. They did some good stuff, man. And there's like in the background, there's characters that you see the guy in the big, like skull armor. There's the Aztec yeah, God yeah. as a statue. Um, they make references to other things, like there's a picture of the the shadow wolf 
who was like the Native American fighter. Um, there's a picture of him in a book. Um, there's the fan, Katana, uh, I think it's Katana's yeah, fans. Yeah, the, they're in the background at one point. So there's a lot of like great nods and like some fun things where you're like, oh, they could do this in the next one. But it was, it was really fun, really violent, and exactly what I wanted from a Mortal Kombat movie. That sounds awesome. I'm, I mean, I'll have to check it out now. I was on the fence because I don't have a ton of extra time right now. And there's yeah. movies that I specifically want to see. And I, ha- like, I loved the first Mortal Kombat like every kid our age when it came out. Yeah. But like, that's not necessarily like an undying love that I like perpetuated. Like, I don't yeah. care enough to have followed it up with anything. But like I said, I'll I don't know the mythology. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But like, I don't even know the, a lot of the characters. Like, half the characters you said, I, don't, I wouldn't know the names. Um, I know, like, some of the Mortal Kombat 2 characters, and then after that, I'll just, like, a passing ref. Like, just enough to, like, earn a nerd card to be like, yeah, I know that he's from Mortal Kombat, or I know that he had a move where he did this. That's, I don't remember yeah. the ins and outs. But that doesn't mean I can't enjoy a shotgun freezing to the face, or... A, a woman getting cut in half with a, a buzzsaw hat. A buzzsaw I mean, hat. I could always enjoy that. It's so fun. And they, and they did exactly what you needed it to be. And I'm so glad that it, it wasn't that hampered. Like, the, the gore is straight up <clears throat> right where you want it to be. It's over-the-top CGI. I think there's zero practical in this. But Yeah, I was going to ask you at one fun. point, but then I figured it's, it probably was overly CG. I can't yeah. imagine there'd be much practical, but... But it, it's fun. It was really fun. And I, people are like, there's no tournament in a Mortal Kombat movie? And you're like, watch the movie. It it works. Because at the end of the day, like, I don't want to see the structured setup of like, Those all right, are unsanctioned. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I want that, I'll watch Bloodsport or any other Van Damme movie where he enters into an underground tournament and wins. Like, I've seen that movie before, right? Uh, anybody that's good with Photoshop, can you please... Photoshop any fight scene in this movie with Aaron standing on the side yelling, No fighting in the parking lot. <laughs> or you said it loud, No fighting in the parking lot. Yeah, oh yeah, I put on the Batman voice for sure. <laughs> Extra points if you Photoshop his wife yelling some shit over his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> now, the best is I always do this with Amanda, and she very rarely plays along at all. But like later on, I'll be like, Hey, if we were sitting here and a giant fighter with four arms broke in and I jumped in to like protect you and the baby, what would you do? She very rarely will give me like an actual answer. Like she doesn't have the time in her day to like fuck around by thinking about that. She'd probably just be like, I would just get the baby and get out. And I was like, cool. And as a father who loves my son, I want him to be safe and I trust you for that. But boring answer. Yeah, like, I was hoping it would be like, I'd rip his heart out and feed it so to I him. I would get a pan, and I would hit him with a pan, and if it bent the thing, then I'd stab him with the pan. That's That would be my... Like, she never asks me... <laughs> she never asks me those questions. She never comes to me and like, Matt, what happens if... <laughs> I would be on board. Because even if she was like, set it in like, Pride and Prejudice days and shit, she's like, what happens if you and another man were contesting for my love. I'd play along. Like, if it was something... It doesn't have to be, like, forearm fight scene scenarios. I would still play <laughs> along. Like, it would be some stupid bullshit. Like, what happens if it was in the rain and we were about to kiss and you do this? I'd be like, yeah, I would jump from the top and then I'd hit him with a frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do a flying leap with an axe over my head with one of his ancestors' 
back scales. Yeah. Chop it in his face. <laughs> She'd be like, are you just telling me what you would do if you were a King Kong? I'm like, yeah, but I was trying to adapt it to your story. <laughs> She'd be like, yeah, are you, are you going to water the trees today? I'd be like, yes, I'm going to water the trees today. <laughs> yes. We but just if I'm out there and a yeah. giant snake comes down from one of the trees and you hear me yelling, she's like, is this before or after the water has been poured on the trees? <laughs> well, speaking of giant reptiles, this is a good transition. <laughs> just saying it right now. Speaking- we have been patting our own backs for transitions the last last couple months and do like, like earn. Yeah. Tune the shit out of my own horn. But it's warranted because I think we're pretty good. Like if there was if there's a podcast transition award, you know, it's probably a little higher than the Gary Indiana Murder Award. But like it's a little bit more respectable. But like I think we could get some good transitions because we don't write them. They're natural. I think the funny part though is like the people who give out the podcast transition awards, they're like, we would give it to the Launchpad podcast, but they're actually getting the runners up honorable mention. We're like, what the fuck? We're not even first, second, or third? Like, no, because every time you're about to slam dunk with the obvious best <laughs> transition ever, you pat yourself on the back before you, you even finish. <laughs> What were we talking about? <laughs> giant lizards. So speaking of giant reptiles, I sent you a gift, Rumi. Did you get it? Yeah, it's like, and I, Rumi's, Rumi's actually sent me a bunch of gifts lately. Um, but yeah, and we're saying gifts with a T. He sent me a Hasey era Arrow Blu-ray box set of Gamera, which is pretty fucking baller. It's, I think it's four movies. Yeah. I've already watched one and a half-ish. Just the fight scenes from one of them. Um, my son already fucking loves it. He's on board for Giant Space Turtle. I've only seen one or two of the Showa eras, and I think I've seen them with like Rift Tracks commentary. So I wasn't really watching there, them. There are I mean, multiple. Yeah, they're terrible. Mystery Science Theater three thousand and Rift Tracks for the Gamera movies because the early Showa era Gameras are cheesy as fuck. Worst Showa era Godzilla like. Yes. Whatever you would think is the worst era. What's the worst Showa one? Revenge or like the one with the kid, right? Yeah. Uh, is that Destroy All Monsters? Yeah, no. I think it is. It, it, what's yeah. the one that's the big battle? The giant all my all uh No, Giant Monsters All Out Attack is later. Is later. I no, think no, no. It's Destroy All Monsters. I thought Destroy All Monsters was the big Anyway, there's one that has a little kid that keeps dreaming that he's going to Monster Island. Yeah. That's terrible. With a bully. It's terrible. Oh, it's so bad. And like Manila's Showa in it, era, like Godzilla Jr. Yeah. or whatever. Showa era, and, and he talks to the kid. Showa oh. era Gamera is essentially that, but for the whole era, right? Like it's pretty much that level of silly and for kids. Yeah. Like, a, a, like a, a, he was billed as a friend to all children, so mm-hmm. they're all very kid-oriented. Like, he always has, like, two pals bumming around with him, like, saving the world, hooray, go camera, blah, <laughs> terrible. So, when Godzilla versus Destroyer came out, and they were like, Godzilla's done, we're not making any more Godzilla movies, the guy who, like, owned the rights to Gamera was like, whoa, that was awesome, but I think we can top it, so let's bring back Gamera, and... At first, it was going to be friend to all children. Here he comes. And the director was able to convince them that uh, I think Dai is the corporate. Dai is the is the company that owns Gamera and made the Gamera movies. The, the director was able to convince them, like, let's make it a little bit darker. Let's make him the eater of all children. 
<laughs> it's awesome. Here's what they get right. Awesome suit design, mm-hmm. awesome like creature design that he's fighting, and then the way they shoot them and the miniature work just yes. took everything they learned from Godzilla versus Biollante all the way through Godzilla uh, versus Destroya and just top it. It's incredible camera work, um, incredible miniatures, incredible compositions, and you feel like these are giant monsters fighting and fucking up shit in a city. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really gorgeous. And it's like, I, my experience with the Godzilla Hasey era and the Millennium era were like, well, after we started the podcast, I'd seen a handful here or there, but I wasn't really in them. So I don't know them as well as I know the Showa era Godzilla stuff. So watching Hasey era Gamera stuff, the shit is like mind blowing. Because like you said, there's a shot where the camera is at a bar. It almost looks like it's an empty bar in like a restaurant. And you realize as shit starts smashing, it's a miniature. But there's even miniature glasses and stuff on the bar and hanging from the ceiling over the bar. So it's like really an intricate ass miniature. And there's a lot of shots that have like establishing shots and camera moves in miniatures that don't have a creature in it, but it just helps flesh out the later shots that then that shit gets smashed because now you've seen it as a miniature and you've bought it that it's real already. Yeah. It's really, really smart. It's really, you know, it's like sophisticated. It's really sophisticated filmmaking. And again, when I think of Godzilla, when I think of kaiju stuff, I think of Showa era Godzilla because that's what I grew up with. And yeah. I know there's a thousand other things, but looking at this, I was like, wow, this is fucking cool. And the ga- like, Gamera is a silly design just as what it is. He's a big flying looks, turtle with tusks. Yeah. But it looks cool in this. And I actually like, yeah. so I watched the first Hasey era movie, which was 1995. And it was uh Godzilla defender of the guardian galaxy? of the universe. Yeah. Guardian of the universe. Okay. Yeah. That one. And then I, I watched pretty much just the fight scenes of that one. But then Rumi told me to skip to Gamera 2 attack of Legion, which was the following year, which was 96. So yeah. I watched that first and then went back and watched the fight scenes of the first one. The first one, I like the Gamera a lot more. I like the suit more. I like the face more. I like the eyes. Um, but I like the villain more in the second one, the creature in the second one. Legion is a cool creature. and It's a weird design, but it was cool. Just a quick aside, because I, I couldn't let it go. Uh, it's All Monsters Attack is the horrible Showa-era Godzilla with the little kid. Destroy All Monsters is the big, giant battle with like 30 creatures that I love. Mm. Destroy All Monsters is good. All Monsters Attack is terrible. I think so, All Monsters Attack is called something else, too, though. But I'm sure. Revenge of Godzilla or Godzilla's Revenge. There's a lot of cheesy ones. They all have different names. Anyway, uh, Attack of Legion is awesome because it starts with like this like event, this anomaly in the sky that looks like the Northern Lights, but they're like, oh, something mm-hmm. happened, UFO. Meteors yeah. are coming down. Yeah. Everybody's trying to figure out what it is. There's some goofy guys that get spooked off by a monster. And it turns off. It turns out that like the meteor that crashed has brought these little crab creatures, and they look like beetles with a big singular eye, and they start fucking shit up in a subway, like murdering people bloodily. Like the first guy who gets killed, mm-hmm. he's a train like conductor on the subway train, and he's like screaming, and this thing menaces him, and then you see his hand hit the window, and a gigantic splash of blood hits yeah, the like window. Blood mortar just. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who that actor was? No. It's. Tetsuo Iron Man. It's the it's the actor director from the Tetsuo Iron Man movie. If you've ever seen that, I haven't. It's, Is it another kaiju related thing? No, it's a very um like avant garde Japanese body horror. 
Oh, okay. Really good. And the sequel is called Tetsuo uh, The Body Hammer. And it's, it's, they're just really like bizarre, independent, very low budget, but very like effective. Like this guy turns into a machine and he starts killing people and it's, it's fucked up. It's, it's a good movie, but right. it's, it's fitting that he gets a big spray of blood. Okay. Um, so then the army's like, hey, we got to figure out what these crab monsters are. And this is where the movie starts to get going. It's slow at first. I do say that that movie is a little slow at first. Oh, it's but super slow. I wouldn't say super slow. At least there's super. little critters. Super. <laughs> it's a little slow, for sure. But about 38 minutes in, because I did time this one out, at 30 minutes in, they're killing shit in a subway, and Gamera shows up. And he starts smashing the subway, smashing these little crab critters, and much like the Destroyer critters, they start climbing all over him. And we get this awesome moment where Gamera, a giant monster, is covered in tiny little crab beetle monsters. And they're fucking him up, like blood spilling off of him. He's flinging around, like trying to get him off of him, and blood is spraying on the windows from mm-hmm. his own body, like green blood. And it's fucking cool. It's a it's a great shot because again, it's suitmation. It's a guy in a suit covered with tiny little beetle things that now, are moving. This one, the second one, Le- uh, Legion has a couple really abysmally rendered computer generated sh- not cheddar generated shots but generated images of gamera doing shit and it's like full body of him so the first one all these little guys crawl up on him and it looks like a cartoon but then pretty much the rest of that sequence is all live action to scale with miniatures and a guy in a suit and like they covered a gamma suit with these little chicka things and i mean like head to toe covered him he looks like he's covered in chain mail top to bottom and the actors thrashing around crashing into buildings and shit and it looks i mean when you think about what must have went in to make that suit it's just fucking astounding you're like wow that's like hats off to you because that looks fucking cool you know yeah not only did you have to build a giant gamma suit but you had to build a suit covered with little things that wiggled enough yeah like like had little bits of movement on them to look like they were attacking him and it bleeds and the explosions are incredible like he's smashing on stuff, falling into things. People are dying, like running and dying. You see people running and dying. Um, while like the thing about the Legion creatures is it create this giant flower that like is emitting pure oxygen. So it's basically a giant ticking time bomb. And Gamera successfully destroys one of them, but another one appears. And like if this blows up, it will destroy the entire city. And like the second one he goes after, it blows up in his face. And he dies. Mm-hmm. Holy now, shit! I've, I've, in retrospect, I have seen multiple times multiple Gamera scenes from the first one in this series. The was it just a Defender of the Universe? Yeah. I've Gamera seen that, Guardian of the Universe. Yeah, yeah. Guardian of the I've whatever it is. I've seen that one a couple times now. The, the the fight scenes, and I've seen the end fight scene of that a couple times. But I don't know the Gamera mythos and the Gamera. I don't even know all of Gamera's powers. So in this one, he does shit like resurrect himself pretty much twice. And I'm like, I don't know if you died or if that's a power you have or like there's a point where this creature, the Legion creature, there's a giant Legion creature that he fights. Super cool. With this beam and it takes a chunk out of his shoulder and his shell like a chunk. And in that shot of the beam hitting him and there's, you know, a squib or something goes off on the on the suit. And a chunk of the suit goes flying. And I was like, as that shot happened, I was like, was that a chunk supposed to fly off? Or in the next scene, is it going to be gone? Or is it? 
and there's like a huge chunk of him missing. And I'm like, oh, damn, that, that, that's a fucking injury. I've never seen a kaiju get fucked up that hard before. So since you brought it up, name one of his powers that you've no- that you notice and i'll i'll name another we'll try and list the powers that we've Belly noticed button shooting oh when his shell opens up and fires yeah. a gigantic beam that right he- out of his belly button yep belly button shooting i don't know what that is they don't belly do it in any shooting. other movies yeah shoots and a f- giant when he covers himself wait wait in a, in it's my a- turn sorry sorry so belly button shooting there's the big one he has a giant beam that he shoots out of his belly button um mm-hmm. He can retract his legs into uh, rocket thrusters. Like his mm-hmm. feet go into his shell and then they shoot out like like a spaceship rocket thruster and he launches into the air. He also has rocket knees where he doesn't have to bring his feet in. He just shoots straight up like Superman, but out of shit coming out of his knees. But his feet yeah. are still down. But does he fly around like Superman, or does he no. fly in a well, unique he way? he does a couple times, but he does mostly in a unique way. He's most well-known for a unique way. What's his unique way, Rumi? He tucks everything in, so he's just a shell with four holes and, like, a manhole cover part looking over his head. And then these rocket jets spin him around in a circle, like a pinwheel. Yeah. And he gets a woo-woo-woo, looks like a, like a spiral galaxy. Yeah. And then he does woo-woo-woo-woo-woo, flies away. He flies like a fucking Frisbee all over the place. Sometimes he flies like Superman, like uh, Guardian Legion, of the Universe. He flies with his hands out, like his, like at a, at at, at per, a perpendicular angles to his body. Um, in Guardian of the Universe, there's a big aerial fight. I think originally it was mm-hmm. called Kaiju Battle Aerial Fight or something like that. But mm. uh, he has spines that can come out of his elbows. They're retractable. I think in the first in Guardian, but in Legion, I didn't know this them go in and out. They were just always out, always there. Um, um, yeah. My favorite power of his is in Legion, after he gets fucked up for the first time and dies, he gets covered in like a, a, a thin chocolate shell. And then when he comes back, because this girl like has this power where she like is in tune with him or something, he comes back and he breaks out like gargoyles, like, we live again. Nice. And cracks it out, cracks out the candy shell, and then he's good to go again. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the love of all children that brought him back to life. Everyone. <laughs> oh did you children. watch these growing up when you were children never i was godzilla either. only that like did i had never seen say, did you because it to me it was kind of like star wars star trek where i was like no yeah. i like star wars so i'm not even gonna give star trek the time of day oh but i am so into gamera right now because so the the legion monster it is like a giant insect and it has a bunch of arms it kind of looks like a cobra where it has like a large sort of it's very like, Anime Head. manga looking like the yeah. design it looks like Evangelion type of creature, yeah right? definitely and he has a bunch of like spider legs that kick out now this is two men in a suit one guy up front who controls the head and the and the spider arms and then his body attached basically if you took off all the the cool monster stuff what the shell inside would look like is a guy with a giant backpack on and like a fiberglass shell and attached to his butt looking backwards is another human being crawling on the ground to do the other legs and his arms do another set of legs. So that's how he has like spider legs. And, and it's, it's pretty cool. You can yeah. see because there's, there's a lot of times where when you're watching it, when you think about puppeteering type stuff, you're like, how do they get all those things going at the same time? Because it's yeah. multiple arms and it's not just waving and you don't see any filament, like monofilament coming from the ceiling, which you cool. would in like some Godzilla stuff. You can kind of see... Like, there's many things happening that makes it look like a pretty cool creature. There's a lot going on there. 
It's really cool. And they have a bitch in battle, man. They blow some shit up. Mm. But like at one point in that movie, it says like 50,000 people are dead. And you're like, what? Like when that that city blows up, a million people die. Mm. And you're just That's like- in Legion. Yeah, in Legion. When, when, he, when Gamera blows up because he doesn't get to the gas flower in time, mm-hmm. uh, like that town had a million people in it. And they're like, we were able to evacuate a lot, but like- it's devastating, catastrophic, and I immediately was like, "Hey, uh, hey, Melissa," because I can't say her name out loud, otherwise she listens. <laughs> I'm like, "How many people live in that town that they just mentioned in that city?" And it was like 1.2 million people, and you're like, "She was oh. like now or before Gamera?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so you're like, even if a like a, a a decent amount got out, like it's that place is leveled. The, they show the cool, a wide where it's just a crater. The cool thing about the um the Arrow Blu-ray release is it has, like a lot of times, and Arrow does this a lot, is they have multiple cuts of the movie. So on this one, they have the regular theatrical cut, but they also have the television cut where a lot of the death and a lot of the violence is um, cut out. And in the television cut of this movie, at the end, the whole town are actually like covered in that chocolate shell and they all break out and then they're fine. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you looked at what special features are on there. Oh, I did. <laughs> I, was, I was buying into that for a second because there is yeah. a another cut in there that's a comedy track called Lake Texarkana where it's people doing like goofy. Did you listen to it? I listened to some of it. I listened to a couple minutes and the best about it was like some of it is similar but then every once in a while, there's just these redneck yokels making like stupid shit that has nothing to do with the movie. Yeah. But every once in a while, it is like very plot um, relevant and, and it's making sense. And I had just watched the actual movie. So a lot of it was very similar, but then they would just start saying random shit. And it was like, it was almost like to make sure you were still paying attention. Yeah. It's pretty I funny. I the whole thing though. I want to watch the whole thing. It's pretty funny. I watched some of it as well. Um, it, it, it's, it's super cool. And there's a lot of behind the scenes Features we on there. Godzilla. I mean, we we forgot a Gamera fe- uh, uh, ability. What? The fire loogies. Oh yeah, he shoots fireballs. Like fireballs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spits out these big old fireballs. That's yeah. that's pretty cool too. Um, so there's a bunch of special features on the Blu-ray, and one of them is like behind the scenes special effects footage of like how they're filming it, and like, I mean, because I'm a big geek about this stuff, everything's filmed in slow motion. So that everything feels big. It makes everything feel bigger when you film it in slow motion. And when you watch these spectacular moments of like Legion blowing up like 30 tanks, they showed that moment in the movie. It's like he charges up, shoots a big electric fireball. The tanks, boom, 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 big fireball. Just like him, just in the flames, like waving around like a badass monster. They showed that on the behind the scenes of what it was. And like, one, two, three, go. Pop, 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 done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's like a fraction of a second and it's over. And that, when you, when you lay that out in slow motion, it just looks so epic. But in real life, it's just like, pop, 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 done. Bye. Well, I think a lot of times to show that stuff and to get it to the, the, the speed and the scale that they want, don't they over crank and then they shoot it fast? So a lot of those like fight scenes, when you watch, like at least in Godzilla stuff, I've seen a bunch of behind the scenes of two Godzilla kaijus fighting. It's all in very fast, very over dramatic fashion, and they overcrank the camera so that then when they play it back at a regular speed, it's, it's slow. slow. Yeah, so well, like the, but that's what all yeah. the actors are moving fast, which is that's like, how fucking crazy that, to think about. That's how you do slow motion because I was like, if normally you shoot it like twenty four frames a second is the right. standard. Standard in America, you know, some other countries shoot at different speeds, but 24 frames a second is basically 
what it is. And if you shoot at 48 frames a second, that's slow motion, it's half speed. Right. So if you shoot at 1,000 frames a second, that's usually what they shoot at to get like the bullet going through the apple. That's 1,000 mm-hmm. frames a second usually. That's like super slow-mo, freezing time. So they're probably shooting at like 98 frames, 48 frames just to get that like big lumbering mm-hmm. motion. But yeah, it's 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 technically shooting faster. The film is going right, faster. Right, the film goes through faster. But then again, yeah. this, to do that, they I've seen the, the actors do the actions faster. Really? And that's it. Yeah, yeah. If you... Look on a if you have a Godzilla Blu-ray or a DVD. Look at the fight scenes, especially like Hasey and Millennium era stuff. They it's it's played way faster on the day, and it, it it's because if you play, I I don't know what the exact thing is, but if you if you were to do the action in regular motion, when you slowed it down, it wouldn't look as theatrical and big. I that makes sense though, because if you think about it, if you're punching somebody, you are moving fast. So yeah, yeah, you're right. If you're I'm right. moving at regular speed fast and you slow it down it still looks half be, speed right yeah be so slow. you need to go super fast to make right. half speed look fast who raise your hand if you guys thought we were going to talk about sports and science today <laughs> <laughs> when you think about the theory of relativity you recognize that the speed of the object that you were uh, i can't listen to this i have an intramural sport to go to <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Ah, my eye. Um, these are. This was fun though. So I watched the one full Legion. I watched all of. I just pretty much watched the Gamera and the the Evil Birds parts of the the first one of Defender of the Universe. Yeah. Um, with the baby because he I had the baby this morning and I was like. He's not going to let me watch the movie, but I'm sure we could work through the the kaiju the kaiju parts. So I don't yeah. really know what the plot was for the most part. I mean, I get the gist of it, but there's these big fucking really birds. Any. There's yeah. fucking shit up. People are like, "Uh oh, what are we going to do?" Do the like, birds evolve? Yes. Like, at, so like from the beginning, they're smaller and they get bigger. And like the heads yeah. at the beginning, they had crazy Cookie Monster googly eyes. That then doesn't they, go they, away. <laughs> They they all have crazy Cookie Monster Google has. So there's a bunch of small ones, and he fucks most of them up. And then there's like a really big one that he has to fight. Mm. And the really big one like is messing up Tokyo really bad. Yeah, fucks up Tokyo Tower. And then yeah. I've seen that's I that's the part that I keep seeing. It was like for a year or so, it was always on I don't know Showtime or Cinemax. One thing that I had, but I would always get the end of it and always just watch that pretty much the last battle. It's it's pretty good. And the first one's good. I mean, obviously it introduces a character who's like the detective who's trying to help out. There's the bird mm-hmm. scientist. She's in all the movies. And they're in all the movies. All the characters that you saw in Gamera are in the first one. Um, but the detective guy, he quits being a detective and he ends up as a security guard at Kieran. And he's the first guy who gets freaked out. In the yep. third movie, he's a homeless guy who gets freaked out. <laughs> um so like, yeah, the the first the first movie, basically they they find that these bird monsters called the 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 Gaios are evolving and killing humans. And then they find this giant rock and they're like, what's this? And it's like, oh my gosh, Gamera, whoa, what's he doing here? And then they figure out that like Gamera can help destroy the birds and he's a defender of the universe. But the government's like, Gamera's a bigger threat, so we got to kill him. And I thought that was a cool point, a cool yeah. plot point in the first one. They're like, well, the birds aren't that big and we can distract them with lights and we have a way to kind of like, whatever, ignore them. And Gamera's just destroying shit, so. And Gamera Guardian of the Universe, 1995, that was the ninth movie of Gamera. So apparently there's eight other um, uh, Showa-era stuff 
and again, I didn't watch a lot of the dialogue in Gamera Guardian of the Universe. Do you remember if that movie acknowledges that the Showa era happened? Or it just starts, is that its own start, do you know? They they acknowledge that Gamera has been a defender in the past, but not mm. like in their lifetime. So it's not like, but they're like, gotcha. Gamera exists and They he, know about him. Yeah. Yeah, they know that he's a legend, but they don't, he, ha, it, it, I don't think any of the other movies have happened. This was a reboot. Got but it. Then okay. The third one I'm excited for you to see because it had one of my favorite, like, people bullshit plots of any kaiju movie I've ever seen. Okay. Because there's a little girl who's like, I fucking hate Gamera. And all the <laughs> kids are like, <gasps> they're like, Gamera, friend to all children? And she's like, I fucking hate him. He killed my parents. And they're like, uh, well, you know, it, it's not his fault. But like, you watched her flashbacks and like her parents are trying to get them out of the city as Gaios and Gamera are fighting and Gamera falls on the house. But like in her dream, her nightmares, Gamera is horrifying he's all spiky his eyes are all white and he destroys their house and her parents die and she has to take care of her little brother now and her hate wakens like a guardian spirit of this creature called that she names iris and it's a little tentacle turtle snail monster that has a bunch (laughs) of tentacles and it starts like draining people of their life and getting huge and it starts messing things up like nobody's business and like a couple more guys show up, like they come out too, and Gamera shows up, and this one like really shows the devastation of giant monsters. Like he is smashing buildings, and it shows people like running and getting like sucked up into his 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 exhaust from him taking off. Like people really? getting yanked into the air That's and dying, cool. and like he he's fighting a Gaios and he knocks it on the ground, steps on it. It's eyeball pops out of his head. And then he blasts it with his fire loogie. That was the text that Rumi, Rumi sent me. He's like, I'm watching Gamera and he sent me like updates here. They're like, Oh, this, this is cool. He sent me the thing, a, a screenshot of the newspaper swirling saying like 60 million people are dead already. 60,000 people dead, whatever he said. And then later he's like, Gamera just stepped on a guy's head or a monster's head and his eye popped out. And I was like, oh, well, we'll definitely be talking about this on the show, if nothing else. And then he was like, I just bought you the box set. You should get Gamera in two days. I was like, (laughs) so thank you, Ruby. Thank you for that. And like Kent is into it, too. And dude, I can't wait till your girl is like old enough to care because it doesn't matter what. But she's going to like you care about so much stupid nerd shit. She's going (laughs) to like at least one of those things. One of those things. Even if Kent doesn't like Godzilla and Kaiju and shit forever. And even if he doesn't care about any of the other cool stuff I care about, the fact that right now, for the first time, he knows who Godzilla is, the Gigan shirt that you bought me, he recognizes that as Gigan, and he will say his version of Gigan. Which is a, what? A thou- Gigan, Gigan, and then he'll say Gigan. Gai- yeah, he fights Godzilla, Zira, Zira and Kong, and uh, now he's trying to say Gamera, but it doesn't sound like Gamera. But he's into it, and he'll, Dada, Dada, Dada. Rawr. And you're like, that's right. And then he'll, because it's important to him, he'll go, da-da, da-da. Rawr. Like, I, I know, man. I, I get it. Da-da. You're going to say rawr again? Rawr. But he's on, like, it's so cool to think that maybe he'll like it as much as I did growing up. Because, like, like you, I watched these movies all the fucking time as a kid. So, like, I'm hoping he gets that into it. But, like, he loves this shit and he plays it. So, like, Next up for me is I'm going to get him a couple toys, specifically Godzilla or King Kong toys, and see if he associates like, this is Godzilla. I will play with God, you know, not yeah. just monster, not just generic monster, 
I'm going to play Godzilla. I, I mean, you can build him like a little block town for him to smash. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What does Godzilla do? Bam. Knock it over. And sometimes he gets a little scared, but he's still like, he's on board. He's, he'll lean on me or he'll sit on my lap when he gets a little scared. Sometimes he's playing and then like a creature will come on and he'll turn around and he'll run and he'll jump on my lap, but he still watches and he doesn't want to turn off. He's on board. That's Ah. so cool. Oh, it's so, and it's fun to be like, we could watch that together, you know? He loved the original King Kong, and people get fucked up in that movie. Like, Kong is very sympathetic, and you feel bad for him, and it's human's fault the whole time, for sure. Yeah. But, man, he's fucking biting people and then throwing them. He's climbing a building, and he pulls a woman out of bed, and he looks at her, he's like, not the right one, drop. <laughs> and then it shows, it shows her fall to the ground and cuts right before she hits. And, like, she's dead. That dead. woman is dead. <clears throat> Throwing people. Oh, man. Stepping on people. In the Throwing village. that train around. I love that scene yep. where he throws that train yep. around. That's da-da, so good. Dada, dada, Choo-choo. I know. What happened? <laughs> Kong. That's, yeah, that's right. That's right. Those people aren't going to go home tonight. Um, <laughs> the thing I like about like uh, Gamma 3 Revenge of Iris is that it was doing the Batman Superman thing before that movie ever thought of it, where it was like, I hate that this guy who everybody's like yeah he protected us yeah he killed thousands of yeah people. yeah yeah like the fact that they acknowledge that and have a plot built around it is so awesome really cool and that one ends like you think he gets fucked up when part of his shell gets blown off this one ends like he gets oh ma- another power up. he can magically heal he just heals 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 sometimes it heals with like red fire stuff happens and then that makes it go away yeah Sometimes that girl gets hurt when he gets hurt. I don't know if he's healing much from what happens to him in Iris, but, you oh, know. yeah? Then there's Gamera the Brave, which is a sequel, right? Gamera the Brave, okay. Gamera the Brave acknowledges that those movies exist, but it's a reboot. Where mm. the end of Gamera, uh, uh, Revenge of Iris, has like a pretty weird cliffhanger, and apparently they don't acknowledge it, but they're like, he sacrificed himself to save everybody. And there's no Gamera now. And you're like, fuck. And then this little boy's turtle starts... The universe starts, is unguarded. Yeah. The, this little boy's pet turtle starts turning into Gamera and getting big. And, and then he has this cutesy turtle, Gamera, that's like, oh, I got to go fight. And he's like, no, Gamera, don't go fight. And he's like, whoop, whoop, got to go do it. <laughs> <laughs> the fight scenes are cool. I haven't watched the movie yet, but I fast forward. For Gamera the Brave? Yeah. But Gamera the Brave, he looks goofy. He's got like little baby eyes like, I'm cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. But he gets fucked up, so it's kind of cool. That's cool. It's cool when cute things get fucked up. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So, yeah, we got to keep watching some camera. I I'm cannot recommend now. these now enough. Yeah, it. they're so good. They're so cool. The way they're shot, as far as, like like you said, the, the sophistication of miniature shooting and yeah. special effects in it are awesome. There's some crappy CGI, but they don't rely on that to right. tell camera's story. Like, you know, um, a, a bunch of airplanes, like F-16s, fire a bunch of missiles, and the missiles are terrible CGI. Whatever. I can forgive that. I don't need Agreed. to see... Agreed. I don't need to see the missiles. As long as, for the most part, the smashing and the monster suits are practical, it looks great. And the destruction in these movies looks great. Did it make you at all curious or interested to go back and do the show at Era 2? Not at all. Zero? Zero, because I, I went back and... Go- Go ahead, go ahead. I, I went back and looked at a couple of YouTube videos of, of like 
just like this was the gamer Woo! show era. Woo! Yeah, Woo! him doing like backflips on a on like a a bar. A I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looked like a pencil. He's going through the town of crazies from Junkata. And there were these little kids in a submarine being like, "Yay, yep. go Gamera!" And I was like, "Boo, no Gamera, not in, not into that at all." Some of them are funny enough, but it's like one of those things. Like I was like, "Well, I'm a completionist, and you got me the second set, like the second set of a box set." I'm like, "Well, I got to get the first set." And I was like, "If I buy that, am I going to open it right now? No, because I'm not going to watch. I know I'm not going to watch those right now, even though they would be funny as shit." But like, it's like, if you, specifically you, of all my other friends, if you lived nearby, I would, because we'd watch them. But I don't know who else I'm going to be able to sit down and watch. Like, you know, even the people from Shitty Movie. Well, Shitty if, Movie's if a your vote, kid's into it, he's going to like those ones. Yeah, I guess you're right. That, ooh, oh, there we go. Add to cart. Add to cart. I mean, trust me, I've thought about it, but now I'm just hoping that somebody buys it for me. <laughs> all right that's fair you have a you have a i already sent a care package either yesterday or the day before that's coming that there's something in it that's like kind of cool i think it's pretty cool but then there's something in it that i think is super cool um but we'll talk about it when we get there um oh, i can't wait this did make me want to go back and do the hasty era of godzilla again though because like i said i'm not as familiar with it i was for sure when we went through and we watched them all for the show and this i know one what right i know here. That, that one the right Showa. there. Oh, you want to do the Hey Sierra? Oh, yeah, you want to do, do hey Sierra? Uh, Biolante, the guy. But then it was like, you SOS, know what? Yeah. If I start looking through those right now, I'm worried. Even if I don't buy them, if I just look them and watch them somewhere, I'm worried that Criterion is going to release the Hey Sierra box set. And it doesn't matter if I have just finished watching them that day. If I buy that box set, I'm watching them all again. You know what I mean? So um, you need to do it so they do that because I have the, sh- the. There are no good DVDs of it. The correct. Blu-rays are very hard to find. They sh- sold like double feature Blu-rays that are yep. very hard to find. Biolante yep. is almost impossible to land. Yep, Sue, so that's a super hard one. So I had a box set from Walmart that has basically everything but Biolante. They're not very good. They're DVDs. They're not very good transfers. They don't have any special features, and they only they don't like you know it's it's just bad. Um, closed captioning, and that's about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, also, I don't. Cause I told you this. I watch all movies with closed captioning on now. Good so, old. yep. For Gamera, I watched it with closed captioning and English on, and it was extra hysterical because the words and the closed captioning did not match. Yeah. In a way that was <laughs> fucking hysterical. I can't even like think of a good example. But somebody would be like, "Sure, I'll be right there," and the other one would be like. Screw your mother, I hate you. And you're like, wait, that's not even, what? That's not even fucking close. Don't even like, answer the same question. <laughs> yeah, it, they're, they're, they were so fucking off. It was hysterical. I was, I was dying. Ugh. But I am way in, like, I think the Gamera movies might be my favorite kaiju films right now. Like, Godzilla is amazing and, and will always be my favorite just because, you know, classic. And, you know, Godzilla versus Destroyer is way up there. It's one of the best films. Godzilla versus Biollante. But like, if you were doing kaiju movies, I think these Gamera's would be pretty high on my list of like, if I was doing a big list of kaiju movies and above quite a few pretty excellent Godzilla films. I wouldn't debate that. I think Godzilla has such an important sentimental place in my heart. Yeah, it's hard, a huge, right? like boner about it right now because Godzilla is so, um, so apparent in pop culture right now because of the new movie. And I've been watching it with the baby that it's like, 
so much extra sentimental to me right now. Oh, it's man. hard for me to over overrank that with anything. But like I said, I put this in because you told me it was good. I've ever, I've never once in my life till the other till last night thought of like, okay, I'll watch a, a Gamera movie just to check it out because I didn't care. But like literally the first couple shots, I was like, okay, I can I can see why Rumi recommended this already. Then you start to watch it and you're like, you're right. It's actually good filmmaking. It's like, yeah, yeah big goofy fucking space turtle. But like done well. I see what you guys went for. You achieved it. Like they it succeeded. Their films worked. They were trying, they did what they were trying to do. And I think right? technically they're the best they've ever been done. I mean, obviously I could argue there are some scenes in it like I mean, I, I will continually come back to Destroya because it was the last one of that era. Um, that was all practical. Space Godzilla, again, has some pretty spectacular practical things happening. But, mm. like, the, all these people who did Gamera saw those movies and said, "That's we that was awesome. We know how to do it better now. And, like, the stuff they're able to pull off is Damn. All right. We're going to have to finish. Ga- I'm, I'm going to have to finish the Gamera, um, Casey era, and then I'm going to have to go back and rewatch Godzilla. And then I'll, 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 we'll do a Gamera. Gamera Godzilla head to head, Hasey head to head, Hasey head to head. Holy right? shit! I'm in on that. Well, that do you want to hear fun. the smash scores for these films right now? Yes. Yeah. Well, real quick, in case anybody didn't listen to our uh, Godzilla vs Kong episode, run us down with what the smash score is. What so that means? I've decided to create a metric to decide how like smashy smashy versus talky talky a kaiju movie is because. You know, when you're watching these movies, there's some movies that have some spectacular fight scenes in them, but like it's so much boring stuff, like getting through it is difficult. And I wanted to come up with a metric that if you wanted the most smash em up kaiju movie, here's what it is. And I needed to figure out what that was. Because as we talked about Godzilla versus Kong, there's about 30 to 35 minutes of smashing out of 113 minutes. And so that, you know, when you, when you, divide that to create a, a percentage 36 uh i have this as, as 26 percent of the movie is of godzilla versus kong was smashing 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 which there's it seemed pretty decent to me but gamera guardian of the universe has a 33 it's the same amount of smashing for a shorter movie so it's a 33 percent smash score which is great gamera 2 Attack of Legion was 37 minutes out of a 99 minutes, so it's a 37. The highest score I have right now is Gamera 2 Attack of Legion because, yes, it's slow. There's 36 minutes of not a lot of, like, a lot of weird editing and talky-talky, but once Legion shows up, it's pretty much Legion battle for the rest of the movie. So the pro- proportionately, from how many minutes, from minute smash to overall minute of the movie, that's the percentage, that's the smash score, right? Yeah. So... so- more minutes per movie legion is like more than godzilla movies that we've you've watched and and the I, other I, I haven't i haven't been able to go back yet uh, so far i have godzilla vs kong gamma guardian of the universe gamma 2 and gamma 3 gamma 3 oh, okay. is 37 minutes out of 108 so long, it's same 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 minutes but longer movie a longer movie so it's a it's a 35% smash score but i would say Don't and forget. like my argument for it is revenge of of iris has better quality fight scenes like the fight scenes mm. in it is better even though just and like that's the thing like the, the the metric isn't to tell you is it good or not because there's some godzilla movies that are great that don't have a lot of fight scenes the original godzilla is a a masterpiece a of a film? film like that's yeah. a different move that, that like, one really is a standalone thing don't you think godzilla's in it for like nine minutes yeah <laughs> like 
period. So he's not, yeah, like it's going to be a very low smash score. But when I want to pop in, what kaiju movie am I going to pop in and get bang for buck? Most of the time, I'm going to see some good smashing. Let's make a prediction. Yeah. From, from any of the kaiju movies you can think of that you think you're going to apply this rubric to, what do you predict is going to be either the top or one of the top? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I'd have to say Gamera 2. 37 minutes out of 99 minutes is is a lot. That's so over that, a third I mean, of the like, movie. Like, I'm trying to think of, of Godzilla movies that I've seen that I think is a lot of smashing. Shit. Godzilla Final Wars, I think, is going to have a high high one. Yeah, I guess that's that's true. I and mean, I think it that's what its whole point was to try and be as, as big. Right, right, right. As much of that as you can. Um... Yeah, I'd have to. I guess I'd have to look at all the titles at once. You know what I mean? Like look at yeah. a pictorial of all the titles and be like, okay, I, I see that now, and I'll. All right, maybe um, we should just do like a Smash Score episode. Uh, uh, our friend Chris Canava really wants to get in on a Smash Score episode. Oh, I bet. I yeah. bet. All right. He he did our original Godzilla ones, and he's like, I'm so down to watch some more Godzilla movies and and tell you the Smash Score. So I'm excited for for that. And like we've had a couple other listeners reach out and be like, I'll watch. I want to watch a movie, and it's like, let me know what movie you want to watch. Like tell mm-hmm. me tell me what. So I can like try and organize who's watching what, so I know that I'm not double doubling up on, a, a, on yeah. too many movies. But like, I really want to do Pacific Rim because I think that that has. a I pretty... was going to ask you about that. Do you like in general, without going into a whole thing? Do you like that? I love that movie. Hated the first one. I want to rewatch the second one because I remember loving the second one. The second one was good, but second one took way too long to get to the good stuff. Whereas the first one, I felt like was pretty good. All across the board had a great soundtrack. A lot of stupid people bullshit, but I think a higher quality of stupid people bullshit compared to Godzilla versus Kong, compared to mm. you know Godzilla versus Monster Zero. Like, there's so many stupid people moments in in kaiju movies that like I felt like I felt like Pacific Rim at least had stakes to the characters, and it's you know Guillermo del Toro does do very good, if not too good emotional people things in movies that don't need emotional people right yeah 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 you know i think that's kind of what makes him a good filmmaker but like sometimes that's not my bag yeah i get that that makes sense yeah super cool well that's it man guys tell us what you've been watching did you check out mortal combat tell us what you thought did you love it were you like there was no johnny cage and no tournament man have you guys seen Gamera? Have you seen the Gamera Hisi era? Or are you like one of those Showa era purists? You're like, no, I like him riding around on pencils and <laughs> flipping through space Fighting sideways like a frisbee. Knives. He fights yeah. one thing, just looks like a giant knife. They were like, you remember they were like, pre-production is over. We shoot tomorrow. You need to make a suit. And they were like, uh, uh, knife? Giant knife. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a giant bullet with a knife for a head. Like, that's but I like it. it. I'm, I, okay, cool. I wouldn't cool. fuck with that thing. Yeah, it seems like a bad monster to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, let us know what you think, guys. Hit us up. Social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod and our website, launchpadpod.com. Till next time, we're the Rocketeers. Rumi, let's blast this thing off. Sonia. Oh,
Fuck yeah, man. Test your might. I honestly am going to listen to that. I'm driving later today, so I'll be putting that that CD in. Fuck yeah, dude. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 